welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, here with... Jeff Rappaport. Um, Today, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, deal structuring straight out of Jeff's CRM. Um, So, you know, we're going to talk about a lead he got and uh, the notes on that lead. And then uh, we're going to just walk you through uh, kind of step by step uh, creating some offers on this. So let's dive into that, Jeff. Yeah. So this will be very similar to the video that you can get for free um, by texting our uh, hotline number and it will be um, also very uh, except you will have a visual instead of an audio in terms of our academy so i think this will be fun so let me give you some details of and these are the notes that i have okay so uh yeah, this is going to be fairly common in terms of, hey, this is the information you have. What are you going to do with it? Okay. All right. So this is a property in Arizona. It's a three bed, two bath, two car garage, about 2,100 square feet, small lot, 0.16. I don't know if it's small for that area, but. Uh, built in 2016. Uh, currently, the owner lives in it. Um, it's not listed. Uh, they are open to looking at terms. It is a free and clear property. Okay. The property is in excellent condition. Doesn't if it needs anything, it's very minor. It's a newer home. Um, there's a hundred and eight dollar monthly HOA fee. Seller thinks the property is worth four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Their taxes run about well they're 2051 for the year 2051 yeah and i would say the insurance is probably uh i I don't really it would be a guess so i'm not even gonna guess um okay the the zestimate is 339 zest 339. How close do you, how accurate do you think that is? Uh, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's that accurate in this case. Is um, Arizona a non-disclosure state? No, it is a disclosure state. So usually 
don't know. Zestimates are a lot closer in disclosure states. I don't think it's terribly far off, but um, I think that this would be like a really good, you know, this is where I usually would like to see Zillow, which is a little bit on the low side. Um, but uh, so what, what, what the issue is here is, so we've run some comps. I would say this property is worth 375, 380. Seller thinks it's worth 400. 375, 380. Yep. Okay. And uh, I will tell you this property would rent for 1900 to 2000. 1900 to 2000 in rents. Okay. All right. So if if this was a cash deal, uh, immediately I would be like, do I even want to make an offer? Because he is asking market or above. And uh, it's free and clear. It's, uh, yeah, you know, he's not super motivated and he's in one of the hottest markets in the country. So, uh, so could I make him a, a cash offer? Certainly, but I'm going to accompany that with uh, some term offers. And I absolutely do not think that he will accept my cash offer. My cash offer is probably going to be more around like that 300 range. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, immediately when I see this, um, uh, so I already know it's not, uh, my, my potential buyer is not a rehabber. Nope. My potential exit is not to wholesale it or to retail it because, you know, we're, we're in the top end of uh, the value. And uh, so I only have two other options. Now, the, the other two options are sell to a landlord or sell to an owner, occupant, right? Yeah. Yep. So, the, the, and the, the, that didn't take very long, did it? Um, you know, but we were able to identify that pretty quickly. Yep. So, it's free and clear, which gives us lots of flexibility. And uh, so, the first thing that I want to see is, could this work as a rental? And uh, so but let's let's take let's make some assumptions here. So we know that the taxes run about $170 a month. And let's say that um, the insurance runs another, I don't know, $85 a month. So let's call it 250 just as a round number, taxes and insurance. Okay. Let's take let's take 1950 a month in rents. That's what you know, right in the middle of what I think you can get. Minus 250, because we know the taxes and insurance need to come out of that. Yep. Um, you know, if we're going to um, rent this or sell it on terms um, to a landlord, that landlord can uh, certainly pass on the utility expense and I'm not going to worry about a property management single family house 
And I'm not going to really even worry. I mean, it's newer. I'm not going to worry about any capital expense. Um, you know, that's probably the the vast majority. I mean, maybe you have some maintenance, but uh, I, I would be passing that yeah, maintenance it's pretty on anyway, right? Yeah. So now the real question is, is um, you know, can we create some cash flow in this? So let's say that uh, we believe that our buyer would want, you know, a little, you know, a minimum of 350 cash flow. So let's minus that from the 1700. Okay. And that leaves us with 1350 that we can pay the seller. Right. Okay. So let, let's just do a quick little um, exercise and see if we're even in the ballpark. Right. So if this property, let's say we're going to try to give this seller somewhere in that three ninety to $400,000 range. That's what he's asking. And, right. um, and he made it clear in the notes, um, but he wants his offers to be around that $400,000. Um, right. He says he thinks it's worth four hundred, dollars and that's where the offer needs to be around. Okay? Okay. So, if I want to try to, to monetize this lead, then I should try, if I can at least, to be around what he's at, what he needs to get, right? Yeah. If I come in at 370, it's probably not happening. Right. Okay. So so let's just take where I think we could be, let's say 390. Okay. And let's say that we're gonna offer, you know, a five percent down-ish, somewhere in there. Um so let's call it that we'd be financing 375. Okay. At let's say 3.25%. And I'm just picking this out of the blue. I usually do somewhere between three and four percent. Um, I'm just trying to get an idea of what a mortgage payment would be, right? So you did uh, what percentage are you using? 3.25% amortized over 30 years. So interest and 360 for N. Payment would be one 1,632. That is right. Okay. But that is significantly higher than where we need to be yeah. to be able to sell this to a landlord, right? Uh, yeah, well, we want to be around 1350. Right. Even if I went in at 3%, it's 1581. So I'm going to have a hard time getting that payment down low enough. Yeah. Right. So now my, my mind is shifting because I, I might be able to make one offer that, that might allow us to wholesale to a landlord, but the, the payment's going to stick out like a sore thumb, right? Because it's going to be like thirteen fifty, and other options are going to give the seller more like 1600 maybe even a little bit more. And okay. the reason that we can offer more is that if I, now I'm just thinking about wholesaling this to an owner-occupant. Right. right? Yeah, because yeah, it's so, the payment's... To it's get in where we need it. It's, it's that's right. So really, the only thing uh, we're we're trying to do two things here. 
One is we're, we're trying to give the seller something that'll make sense, right? And, uh, and we're already paying what we believe to be a premium. And the key right now is we just got to keep that down payment low. That's how we're going to get paid. And you know, this is a nice house, a newer house in a hot market. If we can get this deal under contract, it's probably pretty easy to sell. We'd probably make about 20000 ish on an assignment fee. We'd be in it and out of it. So what I'm already seeing is that, hey, um, on a pretty... Uh, uh, would someone that's buying this on owner finance pay four or four and a half percent? I don't think there's even a question. No. Um, yeah. So let's say three seventy five at four percent. You know, it's seventeen ninety. Yep. Um, you know, I'm not going to start there. Four and a half would be nineteen hundred. I, I think those are both within the realm. You know, we talked that uh, rents nineteen hundred to two thousand. <laughs> now, granted, we still got to add in two hundred and fifty plus the HOA, so we won't. We don't want to get too crazy here. So we we want to just make a reasonable, uh, you know, keep the terms reasonable for both the seller and the buyer, and keep that down payment low, and then we got a winner. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. So we've already been able to very quickly discount the different types of offers we would make based on we, we know what the seller is looking for and uh, we have a potential exit. Now we're going to structure offers based on that exit. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So again, really important to be able to, if you're a wholesaler, you know, if you, if this was something that you wanted to either own, which uh, I don't think it's a great rental. I don't think you're going to get the payment down enough where it's going to make sense. Um, but you could try. Uh, you, you certainly could try. Uh, you could offer a lot more money and, you know, really low interest or, principal only, but I, I don't know that that's going to get you, get it done. Um, so what we're going to do is what we're going to structure, let's say three offers uh, and give the, the seller some choices. And we're going to point, we're, we're going to make each offer different enough from each other where the seller we'll look at this hopefully and choose one. Okay. Okay. So let's deal with the first offer. So what I, what we already said, all right, the seller's probably got to be within 390 to 400,000. And uh, the first offer is going to be my interest hybrid offer, which is, you know, almost always, one of one of my highest offers and the shortest term so it's got a good combination there and uh, this is the offer that tends to get accepted the most because sellers don't mind doing you know a short term 
they're getting top price and they're making some interest on their money. Okay. Okay. So I came in at 395. Could I have come in at 400? Yes. But I also want to keep in mind that we're probably already $20,000 over market value and I haven't added in my assignment fee yet. Okay. So I, I want there to be at least a little flexibility there. Okay, so where do you think a down payment needs to come in here, Jonathan? Five uh, percent if you're looking to wholesale it. To yeah, so I came in at twenty-one thousand dollar down payment. Okay, so a little higher than that. The interest rate. If you go back and listen to a couple episodes we did on uh, hybrid interest rate, I think I did it right. I did. That's when you were gone. Yeah. Uh, so I like to use that around that two and a half percent. That is what I'm using here. Okay. And remember where we thought the payments were going to be? Uh, 17. So I put it at 16 on this one. Okay. Okay. That's right where we need to be because that'll keep uh, after taxes, insurance, and HOA yeah. puts them right around that, just over that $2,000 mark. Uh, and so at sixteen hundred, uh, I mean, sorry, just under that two thousand. Yeah, they'll be under two thousand. So, th this if this offer gets accepted, this is a super easy deal to get paid on um, because these terms are fantastic. Um, and uh, I'll show you where the principal paydown goes to, but uh, th this potentially could even be something that you stay in the middle your cash flow might not be great but you would make some money up front you could potentially make a little bit of cash flow and then you'd have a decent uh you know back end where when they get refinanced that so you'd get paid again okay. but i am looking at this as th this doesn't fit my cash flow requirement um so i am looking at this as strictly a wholesale yeah okay so I, I, I offered 1600 and why did I do that? Because you remember, I, I started looking at what a normal payment would be. Um, and it came in around that $1,600 mark. Um, I could have come in a little higher at 17, maybe even 1750. But remember, the higher I come in with that payment, the quicker it's going to pay down. And uh, the lower the monthly payment, maybe the more cash flow or you know potentially lower payment we can offer, and the slower the principal will pay down. Okay. So we, we did this over three years, 36 months. That's fairly standard for me. It ranges from 36, sometimes I do 42, sometimes I'll even do up to 60. But um, my go-to is I want to keep this short term because sellers like short term and owner occupant. I feel like, hey, anyone that has that's credit challenged can get something worked out in the three year period. Okay. Okay. So the set the, the seller won't be responsible for any of the expenses, right? No taxes, no insurance, no HOA. That will all be on the buyer. Got it. All right, so let's figure out what the balloon will be. So we take 395, 395,000 minus 21,000. Leaves us 374. 
Yep, that's our principal balance, okay. our present yep. value. Present value, we're going to go 2.5% interest. That's right. And then we're going to do 1600 as a negative for a payment. Yep. And then we're going to do 36 months as in. Yep. And that leaves us a future value of 343,346. I am so proud of you, Jonathan. You are learning. You've got that hybrid down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I put it in. I, I forgot to use the negative the first time. And it was like the future value was like four negative 443,000. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, so, so let's let's look at why this is so advantageous. So uh, the payment is good. It's not super good, but it's good. Uh, but we're, we're at 374 and in three years, we're going to get this to pay down over 30 grand, right? So, uh, any owner occupant would take that in a heartbeat, right? Yeah. So, uh, th that is good for our buyer, but what is good for our seller? Seller wants to know, you know, seller's price conscious here. So they're getting 395. Uh, not quite what they were asking, but close. And, you know, they're going to stay in this for three years. How do we figure out what their their net is? And it is net because they don't owe any money on this, right? Yeah. So you just take the, the interest they're taking, they're making over that three years and add it to that principal. Well, what we're going to do is figure out all the money that they're going to collect over the three years, right? Yeah. So very simple. So you're going to take their monthly payment, yep, $1,600. Oh, I've, yeah, sorry, 1600 Times 36. Times 36 equals 56 or 57,600 plus uh, the 21 or what? Yeah, 21,000, yep. right? They're down payment. Yep. 1,000 equals 78,600 plus the principal. Plus the balloon payment. I, I'm sorry, balloon, yeah. So plus 343, 346. So approximately 421,946 at the yeah. end of three years. Yep. Yeah. So the, the seller is going to make another $22,000 based on that, that they're willing to stay in it for three years. Now, it's not really just 22000 because they may not get their $400,000 asking price. Uh, you know, they're... $25,000 above where, you know, retail really is. They may or may not. So um, in reality, they're getting their top price plus uh, interest, and this will be an easy deal to sell. But I want to look at one more thing, and then we'll wrap this episode up because th that's our first offer, right? And then we're going to come with two other offers and uh, see what the seller is open to. But let, let's say that I wanted to stay in this, okay? Um, and let's say that we, we can't really raise the price a whole lot more. Um, so let's say that we're, we're able to raise it to, oh, I don't know, 425, okay? 425 is like the top. And... Uh, we're going to get, let's say, $40,000 down. Okay. So 425 minus 40 equals 385. Remember, 
we're at 374 that we're paying the seller. So right. it's not like we have a ton of equity here, right? So 385. Uh, let's say 4.75%. And I, I'm just pulling these numbers out of my head right now. We're just playing with numbers. And we'll solve for payment. 385. You're doing a 360 month term. Yep. Payment 1,000. That's. What did you get? 2,000? No, that can't be right. So 385 present value. Yep. Interest rate 4.5. 4.75. Oh, 4.75. 4.75% interest. 36 month or 360 month term. Payment. I, if, I, I have uh, 1,576, but that doesn't seem right. 385. Do 4.5. I still have a future value in there that's. Do, do 4.5 at three, 385,000. 5% interest. Okay. Three thirty year, three sixty. Yep. Solve for payment. What'd you get? Nineteen fifty. Okay, let me clear my calculator out. It had that future value in there still. Eighty-five present value, and you went four point five this time yep. for interest. Okay, and then three sixty. For in and then payment. Okay. Nine, $1,950.74. So I still had the future yeah, value in the calculator. calculator when you're, yeah. yeah. All right. So let, let's say that we, you know, let's say 4.5, is is pushing it. Yeah. Right? And you might be able to get that. Um, that's still within that rental range without the taxes and insurance. It's certainly within the realm. But I'm trying to be as conservative as possible. Let, let's talk about real life here. Okay. So at 4.25, you're at 1893. Okay. At 4%, you're at 1838. Okay. 4% for sure works. Um, yeah. Right. So let, let's say that we're going to sell this at, uh, we're just going to turn around. Sell it for four twenty-five with forty down. We've created about eleven thousand dollars in equity. We're going to stay in the middle. We're we're only going to make two hundred and thirty-eight dollars a month, but we just got you now nineteen thousand dollars from the down payment. The forty minus the twenty-one we have to pay the seller. Okay, but now. Let's see what our what our buyer's balloon payment will be. So okay. it'll be 363.820 in three years. We owe the seller 343, 346. So Another what we can 000. do, where we could stay in the middle on this, even though it's a little tight. Um, we, we'd make 19,000 up front. We'd make $238, I think it was, on the, the monthly, uh, the passive income for 36 months. 
and then we're going to make another 20 grand uh on the Back end in. yeah um not not bad we'll make 40 you know what's 238 times 36 we're going to make almost 50 grand on a house that we're overpaying for um uh and we're not going to own so yeah yeah, uh, I, I love that. And that that's the power of the hybrid interest right rate, there. Right? Yeah. That's how you're able to still make money on the property when they're asking, you know, top of market. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, as far as other investors go, uh, I mean, is anyone really going to beat me? No. Um, not price wise. Uh, I know they're not making a ton of interest, but they do make 26,000, 25,000, something like that. Um, could be worth it for them to stay in it. So uh, that's that, that I, I hope that we, we made it clear that, you know, one, we, we tried to figure out where to go with this right away. And uh, and then, you know, we had to play with a few numbers, but not a lot, right? Um, it, it didn't take too long. And hey, we've got our first offer. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Okay. okay. Well, we'll wrap it up here, guys. So stay tuned for the next uh, episode and um, we'll continue uh, to make or to walk you through uh, another offer on this property. Um, so if you, if you like this, you want to see this in video format, uh, text CFP or creative financing to 877-409-8090 to get access to a video of Jeff doing just this, taking a lead from a CRM and uh, quickly uh, running through the numbers just as we did on this podcast. So if you like that, then you're going to like the uh, Creative Financing Academy. And if you're interested in that, hit us up uh, either DM us on Facebook or you can uh, leave us a message on our hotline number as well. Um, all of our episodes are at the Creative Financing Podcast.com. Also, join our Facebook group, the Creative Financing Podcast. And uh, also, if you guys are interested in Jeff's apprenticeship program, wholesaling based program that uh, he does nationwide please email Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A at weofferoptions.com and she'll get you the info for that. Any last words, Jeff? Yeah, you know, this is the kind of deal that we do in the apprentice program. Um, you know, this is outside of our area. We do it virtually. Um, you know, there is a creative financing component to our wholesaling. And then if you like just creative financing, that's what you want to become more proficient at, then hit us up about the Creative Financing Academy. Um, that will be focused strictly on creative financing. Yep. Okay, guys, till next time, go out there and create some terms. Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms.
This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.